재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 According to a recent study led by a team of researchers from Johns Hopkins, medical errors have now become the third leading cause of death in the United States after heart disease and cancer. To learn more about these worrying trends and what we can do to better protect patients from what most people would consider preventable harm, we're very pleased to have joining us from the University of Florida's Levin College of Law, Professor Lars Noah. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us, Professor. Uh, This study published in the BMJ estimates that a quarter million Americans dying each year from medical errors. Uh, It sounds shocking, I think, to the average listener. Do you feel that medical errors should be classified separately on death certificates? I'm not sure that would accomplish very much, uh, partly because if you went that route, you would get very low numbers. The the BMJ study you reference is an extrapolation. Uh, I bet that if you actually did it based on reporting on death certificates, if that were mandatory, you'd be lucky to get 5,000 a year. Mm. Because there are incentives, of course, right. not to report them that way. Again, the numbers, because of the fact that it is flashy to say third leading cause of death, 250,000 deaths uh, due to medical errors. Has it been overblown or do you think that uh, this is something that has not that it has not gotten the attention that it deserves as far as why this is something that is going on? Yeah, I, I don't think it's exaggerated at all. I think it's been underappreciated for this uh, long time. Uh, You made it sound as if it has become. I suspect it always has been in that range, and it's only now that persons are trying to tease out the numbers that you realize just how big of a problem this is. But, But these sorts of studies, they've been around for at least 20 years. Uh, The numbers are slightly different. The the most famous in this country was in the late 90s that estimated almost 100,000 deaths each year from preventable medical errors. Um, I I suspect that there are simply differences in the way they are counting and not that there's been a dramatic rise in the last two decades. But what's shocking to me is that even though this has gotten attention now for at least 20 years in the United States, that there's no sign of improvement. If Mm. if anything, perhaps it is getting somewhat worse. And that's the question here, because you have the British Medical Journal, the BMJ, and of course uh, they are a reputable publication, and you, you see these statistics. Again, I think for our listeners in Korea, Professor Noah, that they would think, well, the United States, um, they might have some problems with with cost and other things, but their medical services are top-notch. It's best in the world. Uh, We feel they have pretty good patient outcomes. And you're saying the fact that this hasn't improved, you would assume that technology, advancements in medical research and and the abilities of the doctors uh, would have at least maybe lessened the situation, mitigated the problem somewhat. Why do you think it has not improved? Well, I I mean, first off, the United States does throw a lot of money into this industry, but we repeatedly are shown to have among the poorest outcomes uh, for that. So the other thing is, 
technology is a two-edged sword. Uh, yes, there are fixes that one can build into these systems, but as technology becomes more advanced, you also increase the opportunities for various errors. For example, uh, five or so years ago, there were a number of troubling reports of radiation-emitting equipment that was leading to overdoses and deaths in patients simply because technicians couldn't operate the newer controls. They had become too sophisticated and required too much training to use safely. Mm. Um, and the other thing is, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot of attention paid to things like computerized drug ordering systems so you can mechanize the way prescription medications are uh, ordered and disseminated. And, and in theory, those should catch problems, whether they're dosage problems, selection problems, drug interactions. That's a big one that continues to, to trouble us. Uh, but things like electronic health records have not caught on terribly quickly. Mm. There's a great deal of resistance by healthcare professionals in this country. They're often not compatible with one another. Um, and when you input something that's erroneous, they, it, the problem, in a sense, can become magnified. So instead of each new physician or nurse asking the patient, they simply rely on what somebody before them wrote down in this shared record and assume it's accurate. Um, so I'm not sure this is terribly amenable to technological fixes. Legally speaking, I know that uh, there are, of course, ways that uh, patients or bereaved family members can can be compensated. But then on the flip side, you have the uh, uh, the anti the, the people who are advocating tort reform, uh, medical malpractice insurance is sky high. What can be done to better protect? patients as well as their uh, family members and make sure their rights are also protected? Well, from, from a legal perspective, as opposed to sort of taking things into your own hands, and, and perhaps we'll talk about that a little also, um, it is remarkably difficult to sue doctors in the United States. Uh, and it's, it's not just that people are out there talking about tort reform. Uh, they have accomplished mm. it. Uh, particularly, they've been very effective in the medical malpractice context. But even without those restrictions, there are various reasons why physicians are poor targets for litigation. Um, so even egregious mistakes causing serious harm will often go uncompensated uh, in this country. Now, one of the recommendations that has been floating around for a long time is shifting the mentality away from assigning personal blame and instead imposing responsibility on institutions. I mean, these are, after all, these are structural problems. These are teams of professionals interacting with one another. There are things slipping through the cracks. There are oversights. There these are not necessarily any one person's fault, if you will. So it would make more sense to blame the hospital or, or other uh, uh, institution that's responsible for delivering care. And then also some of the, uh, the, the, the negativity, the adversarialness might be removed from the process. 
Um, as far as what patients can do themselves, I, I think, and, and it, it, when this study came out in the late 90s, uh, an accreditation organization actually gave patients a list of things they should do. It's kind of shocking. Um, ask your doctor if he her, or she has washed their hands. Hmm. Um, that's a huge problem. Um, if you're going in for surgery, use an indelible marker and mark which side. So if your knee is being operated on, mm. put an arrow that says this one, but also make sure you put an arrow on the other knee saying not this one. Put your name on your body. Mixing up patients is another classic mistake in this country. But, but I think the most effective, in a sense, is a, is a change in attitude. Don't be overawed of your physician. Um, yes, they're highly trained professionals, but they have the same foibles we all have. They're, they're perhaps too confident in their own abilities, even arrogant. They're distracted. Um, there are many different individuals who are caring for right. you, so there's fragmentation in care as more and more specialists become involved. So, so just being willing to ask difficult questions, uncomfortable questions, or if not, you yourself have a family mm -hmm. member, even nowadays, you can hire people to help you run through the, the, the gamut right. of, of uh, these, these problems. So they're watching out, trying to coordinate things in a way that the healthcare okay. system, I'm afraid, does a very poor job of. Great advice indeed. Uh, we are out of time, but Professor Noah, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Soul City News up next.